welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, the Lactation Consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. I don't know why I said it like that. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm like, like I'm so (laughs) sing-songy about the whole thing. (laughs) I am here. I don't have to. I can just talk normal. I don't have to do that. with. Oh, my God. Um, I have our review of the week. Awesome. And it says, thank you. This podcast came at the perfect time for me. I finally gave up on trying to sleep train my baby. The first night we co-slept the whole night, and I nursed her. We both got the best sleep in four months. This episode just validated what I was feeling and gave me so much confidence that my instincts were right. Thank you, ladies, so much. This is obviously about the sleep, the one about sleep. Um, And this is from OK Do Cray. (laughs) And I love the names. I know. They're so fun. And um, we really like some of these episodes, if it like hits a nerve with you don't you know let us know let us know if it really helped you because we would love to know about that well yeah and i mean all of these all of the episodes come from questions that we get concerns especially repeated concerns what we see i mean we see so many themes in what people are concerned about um and we have exactly another one of those today yes and you know what we're not going to lie. Sometimes people will say something to us and it'll make us so angry that there is such crazy information out there that we're just like, oh we are God. doing a podcast on this now. <laughs> like, and we'll just get so mad about stuff because sometimes it's like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. Like I was, I'm totally on a tangent, but I saw a mom the other day who told me that she had to go back for a procedure. Baby was two weeks old. They put her under general anesthesia and then told her she had to pump and dump her milk for 24 hours. Now, I know this episode is absolutely not about that, but I was like, are you kidding me? And she goes, well, I didn't know because I'm a first-time mom. And I said, no, it's not you. I said, that... No, I mean, of course you believe the doctor. The doctor is the one who's supposed to know. I said, I can't believe some of this information is still being circulated. That's what I I can't believe. Mm -hmm. So this is what we're trying to, like, you know... Get away from. We're fighting back against this. Yes. yes. This is our own little this is our own little resistance right yeah. here. This is how we fight against. And another thing that there's a lot of misinformation about, and that also comes from doctors, um, the people that you trust, is breastfeeding at night. Doctors and your family. Yes. Really and anybody I re- that knows about it will tell you something. Right. <laughs> yes. I I I remember my when I took Jack, my first son, to a pediatrician that we don't see anymore, um, she said she they ask all these questions, right? When you go there, they ask you the you know, they've got their like, you know, questionnaire there. <laughs> and she said, How long does he sleep at night? And I'm like, I, um, you know, I'm like, I don't know the long, like what's the longest he's ever slept. I'm like, Oh God, maybe like two hours. And she looked at me, you know, stunned. And she was like, I don't understand that. He should be sleeping 10 to 12 hours a night now. How old was he? He was like, he was like three months. Oh, come on. I, 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 and I still cannot to this day believe that that person said that to me. 10 to 12 hours how how on earth would he be able to do that but didn't that make you feel like you were doing something wrong 
Well, yeah, because then here comes all the, the, the question that I had and the question that I get all the time, all the time. My baby breastfeeds all night long, wakes up to breastfeed constantly, sometimes every 30, 45 minutes. Sometimes the baby never unlatches from my boob the whole entire night. What is wrong with her? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing. Nothing is wrong with your baby. That <laughs> is normal. 10 to 12 hours, not normal. And, and by, when I say not normal, I mean not what, you should, what we would expect to see. Right. You know, I feel like with nighttime stuff, with nighttime breastfeeding, like what you see, like you can take the entire spectrum of what you see and it's all normal. The baby that is constantly latched on through the entire night, normal. Baby who actually sleeps a few hours at a time, wouldn't that be great? Totally normal. Yeah, right? Right? I mean, and everybody, like, the other thing is every baby is different, and you can't throw that blanket statement on, oh, this is what should be happening with your baby right this minute. And if not, something's wrong with their brain. So you're, it's all over. You know, like. Right. Right. I'm glad you yeah, tried to and- be a mom for three months. You screwed it up. Your baby isn't sleeping <laughs> now. Like it's over. It just it's not. And like I do have people that think that if their baby's not sleeping regularly like that, then their brain isn't going to develop. Right. And I don't know where that came from, but I don't know. That's out there somewhere on the internet. Uh, yeah. I mean, their brain is developing the most when they're latched onto your boob. You know, they are. They are definitely sleeping nobody can force you to sleep so your baby's gonna sleep they're gonna do what their body tells them to do yeah you know i remember yeah i remember early with jack like i I would like because we were like you know very early on the doctor was like never put him in your bed and you know my mom was like i co-slept with you and i was like oh my god you're such a bad mom (laughs) And, you know, you know, and I would like, you know, I'd be nursing him to sleep because then I was like, oh, you know, I could tell that that was like what made him sleepy. And then I would put him down and like within a minute he'd be awake. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is wrong with this baby? He's supposed to be sleeping. And, you know, okay, after all this, you know, after a lot of reading and a lot of learning, I thought I said, oh, okay, actually, he sleeps better when he's um, on me and latched on. And there's nothing wrong with him. That's actually totally biologically normal. And by the way, it might help me sleep, too, if I just also laid down next to him while he is latched on and slept. You can also see here's a little hashtag or parentheses. (laughs) See our episode on co-sleeping. Yeah. Um. But I mean, there's, you know, there, there, there's a little bit of science, right, Diane, of the breast milk. Mm-hmm. Breast milk, they digest breast milk very quickly. Yes, So they they're going to be eating very frequently. And yes, they do. Um, this is all kind of set up. They're wired to do this, right, to not go into these deep sleeps, to not be sleeping extraordinarily long periods of time, to no. keep their, their bodies and their brains at, this, at these lighter levels of sleep. That they're going in and out of, in and out, in and out, all night. And I, that's normal that and for normal. a reason. Yes. And I try to, like, especially, like, in that newborn period. Well, and when I say newborn, I mean, like, the first month or two. Right. Where they are up every, you know, every couple hours and... Or more. Or more. And they have it, like, people have it in their heads. You know, new families and, and people that haven't been a parent for a long time. 
I, I still stick by the theory that if it has been 30 years since you have birthed a child, <laughs> you probably forgot that you were up every 20 minutes. Like, I cannot tell you how many times somebody says to me, my mom said I slept the whole night when I got home from the hospital and wanted, wants to know the baby must not be getting enough because they're up every 20 minutes wanting to eat or they're up. I'm feeding them every two hours. And I'm like, your mother doesn't remember. Like, or they just put you in a room. And that was it like yeah. that because that's what right. they did sometimes is they just right. you went in one room, your baby went in the other room and see you in the morning. Like, that's just how it was. Right. But that's that's not how it's supposed to be. And babies are, you know, their stomach is really small. And that is their their stomach is small. Like, I don't know how how else to say that their stomach is really small and the breast milk digests really easily. Like a walnut, people. Like literally, like right. there's, a, there's one of those, I talk about memes a lot and memes that I hate, but one of the memes that I love is like the, you know, they have like a, a thing of like your baby's stomach at the different, you know, that, that like one week and then four weeks and like whatever. And it literally starts with like, what, a nut? Right. Like not, yeah, like a teaspoon, like a, like a little Like teeny... a half of a, t- half of a ping pong ball right. it grows up to. So to st- try and, and think in your head... If I stuff them full of food, they're going to sleep longer. There's only so much food you can stuff them with. Like their <laughs> their stomach is yeah. not that big. So like logically, let's think about this logically. And I know sometimes we don't want it. We're not thinking logically because we're sleep deprived. So it's kind of this right. downward spiral that doesn't really. Well, and it's you know. scary. And new is. parenthood is scary. It is. Absolutely. And you just want to get a couple of hours of sleep in a row. Like <laughs> you that's, just want to sleep. Right. And it's really like. I remember, oh, my God, it was like having a mom. It was when I worked for one of my um, one of the community programs that I worked for. And it was like a young teen mom that was like all of a sudden complaining that she had to get up during the night and feed the baby. And I'm like, you were at the club three months ago at this time of night. Like, don't even tell me that you're She's like, yeah, probably. But it's like, you know, but we're not. It's just a different. It's so much harder. Though. It is it's like really it's, much harder than clubbing. I can tell you. It is a different feeling of exhaustion you know and it's just like it is so it's hard but your baby will get past it but this is just what they it is just what it is like it just yeah. is what it is so let's they, like let's can't make them digest any slower you know you can't no and and, and you know and there and and you you all probably know somebody who knows somebody where their baby was sleeping six hours a night, you know, from the moment they got home. Why does that baby do that and your baby not? We don't know. Different personalities. We don't know. Not, they're yeah. just different. They're different. Your baby doesn't, you know, they, yeah, they're not. Neither one of my kids did that. That's not like, again, that's not exactly what you would expect to see. So what, so and this is another question that I think goes along with this that, we, that, that I'm sure you get a lot too, is how long is too long really early on do you ever wake up a baby because they've been sleeping too long absolutely yes absolutely and people and don't so like what that are those... either nobody wants to right but that. i think that they right but i think that you would especially in like those early days yeah you're going to be sitting there staring at the sleeping baby wondering <laughs> if they've been sleeping too long so let's just tell the people how long is too long at what age do you wake them up at what point can you stop you know that kind of thing. So for the first, I would say, two to three weeks of their life, you want to wake them. Do not let them sleep past like four to five hours. Probably won't happen. 
But if it is a baby that you bring home from the hospital and they're, you know, a little bit jaundiced, jaundice makes a baby sleepy. And they might be like jaundice is one of those things where it's like, okay, they're not at the level where it needs to be treated, but they're still sleepy from it. And they might not wake up. They're not going to wake up to feed babies in those first two weeks. Very rarely will they wake themselves to feed because they don't they don't know what hunger feels like. You know, they're not like, oh, yeah, that sensation. I'm hungry. Let me go. Like they Mm -hmm. they're not registering that yet. This is all new. They have to learn all of these sensations. So they are not realizing, okay, it's time to get up and eat now. And if they're jaundiced, they're really going to be sleepy and just like, they'll sleep six, seven hours. And I've had families come in that were like, oh, yeah, the baby slept all like seven hours last night, didn't even get up to eat. And I just let him sleep because that's what I was told to do. And it's like, and now that baby's not gaining weight because now they miss like three feeds. So in the beginning, in those first two weeks or so, we want to make sure the baby is eating pretty frequently, pretty regularly. If you're back to birth weight, you're at like two, three weeks, the baby's feeding well, I would say whatever at that point, you know, like if they're sleeping, then you're good to go. They're fine. Yeah. Open highway. Right. But you, you know, in the, and in the beginning too, like the, like in the hospital, you are waking your baby up and yeah, I, try everybody to- else is. And if you're not, everyone else is. Right. And that I find to be like the hospital I find to be sometimes deceiving because the hospitals often, at least where I am, they'll say, feed your baby every three hours, feed your baby every three hours. So now people have it in their head, feed every three hours, feed every three hours, feed every three hours, because your baby is so sleepy in the hospital because, you know, birth. So (laughs) now you go home. And they're like starting to wake up and starting to adapt to the world and they want their mom and they're realizing that they're hungry and they get, you know, two, three weeks in and your baby wants to eat every hour and a half. And the mother is going, they said every three hours in the hospital, I must not have enough milk. What's happening here? I don't understand why the baby's feeding so often. Why is the baby feeding every two hours? This is crazy. Now, this is normal. This is normal. This is normal. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with your... With your child, actually, you're going to have a fantastic milk supply. Right. You know, they latch them on all night. Oh, man, that milk is going to flow out of you. And you might still <laughs> think you have a milk supply problem, but you probably don't. No. And, and, you know, they're just going to be there all super happy. And, and you know, you know, that's normal. Mm-hmm. And, and there's not you're not doing anything wrong. Now, now people will say, well, how do I get them to nurse less? Well... You don't right now. Right. You don't. But what, I mean, the I later, mean, later, you know, breastfeeding on demand early on is really important. Later on, later, we can talk about boundaries. But not right now. No, no, not right now. That's, and I'm trying to like with you, God, if you think about it, like at what point do you ever want your child to not eat? You know, no, like, right, exactly, right. Well, know? and I think sometimes, yeah, but sometimes too, I think the thing is, People think, well, he already ate. I can tell he's not really eating. He's just kind of hanging there, suckling. Yeah, well, that's keeping, boundaries. That's yeah. keeping him asleep. Right. Right. You know, and if you try to stop that, they're going to wake up. You're going to have a whole host of annoying problems at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, and, you know, <laughs> right. I think the my most passionate tip to you 
is to go to our website, badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, click on the resources page, and there's the safe co-sleeping guidelines, and look through those, and set yourself up a nice, comfy co-sleeping situation so that you do not have to get up a million times during the night and go down the stairs or go down the hallway or go wherever you're going, um, and, you know, you can... The research, the research shows that co- it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. Nothing feels like enough sleep. But yeah. the research shows that co-sleeping parents get more sleep. And we're not talking like nine hours more sleep, but we're talking about like a little bit more sleep because you're not walking around the house. No. And breastfeeding mothers also get more sleep. Breastfed babies get right. more sleep. Exactly. Yes. Everybody gets more elements sleep. to your milk that help your baby sleep better. So your partner will get more sleep too, although we don't care about them. We don't care but about yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't count. Because <laughs> no. we all know that they're so soundly sleeping. Anyway. But what I don't understand, and I think the longer I do this job, the more I do this, the more we talk about it on the podcast, the more I see society, I'm like, I don't understand why are we trying to do something that is making everybody miserable? You know, I have well, so many yeah. moms that are like, I'm trying to like not breastfeed through the night or I'm trying to, when do I start to wean through the night? When do I do this? Why is the baby eating during the night? I'm trying to stretch it out. And it's like, if they are screaming their heads off and you're just, you know, why are we trying to force something that is not supposed to be happening? Yeah, I do think that I, there's. it's reminding me of this fantastic article that I read one time, and I don't know where in the world I'll be able to find it, but I will try. And it was about Western society's obsession with sleep. Hmm. And it was talked about, like, different cultures and, like, the how sleep is cultural. And, you know, and we in, in the Western, Western world, we have this obsession with sleep and with schedules, which I truly believe comes from the 40-hour work week. You know, mm-hmm. we set this in and now everything is revolving around this and we got to have our schedules. We got to have our sleep between this time and that time. And if you look at some other cultures, they don't sleep like that. They take they, they're more of like a na- napping culture where they sleep maybe less at night, maybe take a couple naps during the day. They sleep when they're tired. It's more of a kind of around the clock kind of thing. And these are the cultures where there's not this complete obsession with um schedules right and i will try to find it and i'll put it on the website but that reminded me of that you know and i i worked with a girl when i was working for wick one of the peer counselors that i had with me she she was fantastic and she would she was a night owl it's just like how she was you know like she would she was a stay-at-home mom with her kids but she worked you know for the peer counselor program so she made her own hours and she was just a night owl and Mm -hmm. her daughter who was, I think, two or three at the time and still breastfeeding, was just, she just kept her daughter at the same hours that she was at. You know, like, she just, that's just how they lived. They're going to do whatever you do. Right. So she was just like, and the judgment that she got, because her daughter would go to bed at two in the morning with her and then sleep until, you know, however late they would sleep, because that was just their routine. And she's like, people think I'm the worst mom in the world because my daughter stays up until one in the morning. She's like, but this is, that's when I go to bed. So that's when she goes to bed with me. And it was just like, it was such a different concept to people that they just judged it as that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you, yeah, it's okay to let your baby to sleep when they are ready to sleep and are sleepy. 
and to you know you don't have to especially in those in those early days and weeks and months um it's going to be you're not going to have a schedule like that you're just not you could try to force your baby into that schedule and it's not going to work because they just don't operate like that they don't no they don't and i you know i don't like to be the bearer of bad news but (laughs) i have some i breastfed my children, you know, I've said this a million times, but Jack was six and a half when he weaned and Exley is pretending to wean and then pretending not to sometimes. <laughs> he is four and a half. And I mean, both of my kids did that until like three and a half years old. And I don't mean staying latched on the entire night. You know, that eventually it got less and less and less but they would still, at that age, wake up to nurse in the night mm-hmm. and sometimes would just want to be latched on right. for like a long period of time. And like once they were a little bit older, I would do certain things like I would say, OK, one more minute and then I'm going to put my arm around you. And I would kind of like snuggle them. And then after a minute, I would be like, OK, I'm going to put my arm around you now. And after doing that for like a year, they would finally like kind of get the idea like, OK, and then they would unlatch and like fall asleep. But that's like older, way older. Way older. Yeah. If you're, you know, and if you're, you know, you know, because if people do this, you know, you just if it had if your baby is breastfeeding, if they're there's no such thing as breastfeeding too much. Now, you know, we did talk about the in our last episode, the spitting up episode, we did talk about overfeeding a little bit. But you bre- your baby can't breastfeed too much at night. There's not going to be this thing where, oh, you know, this is like a little bit off. Your baby is breastfeeding too much at night. That's not a thing. What is you agree, Diane? I do. But what I think we see more, which is what usually gets which is usually the issue with society, is that it's not even necessarily that they're feeding. It's more of maybe they woke up, they can't go back to sleep, they want that comfort of being latched, they want that closeness, they want that warmth, and that is what they're doing. So that is why a lot of times you hear people say, well, I don't think they're really eating, they just latched on, they're latched on all the time. No, they're not eating all night long. So this is going to form a habit, and now the baby's not learning how to be asleep on their own. The baby's not oh yeah no 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 you know no. like that whole thing and self soothing like, is a total myth oh my gosh there's also I just okay so I'm really excited because I just put a ton of links on our website Ooh. but uh, one of the links I did put on there was a blog post by a guest blogger on my blog and it was um I can't think of the like title right now because I feel like I'm on the spot and I want to take up too much time but it was something <laughs> about like sleeping through the night or sleeping you know breastfeeding at night. Self and then colon self soothing and other myths, and so it was talking. You know, it's just talking about this exact thing. So you might enjoy that too. Just look yeah. for self soothing and, and other myths. Um, yeah, it's like not a thing. Baby, like they wait till your kid. You know, for people that say, "Oh yeah, I want them to," you know, learn how to go to sleep on their own. Blah 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 blah. Uh, you know what I tell people? I'm like, I got more sleep when my babies were before they were a year. Then or between like a year between birth and two years, because once they were mobile and out of a crib, forget it. it then they so were like true. walking around the house. They're coming into mm-hmm. my room. They're, you know, mom, mom, I can't sleep. Like, I don't care. I don't care. 
that's going to happen. Like, it just does. No, this is actually at 5 o'clock in the morning every day. <laughs> Mommy, I want to get up. Can we get up? Can I get up, Mommy? Can I get? And then I got to rush him out of the room because we all sleep in the same bed, all four of us. Yeah. And so I got to rush him out or otherwise he's going to wake up the whole entire house. Right. Which Meaning Jack, because I don't want him to wake up Jack. I kind of want him to wake up my husband because I kind of want him to get up with him and not me. Yeah. Um, but then he'll just like, he'll have this, oh my God, it's true. Yeah, that's what like they're going to be doing. It's, it's always, and, that, and I, you know, I did, I remember being on a road trip with Jack, well, with the whole family, but I was nursing Jack to sleep in a hotel room. He was like five or something, five or six. And he said to me, I can't wait until I can go to sleep on my own. Aww. Like without nursing. And I looked at him and I said, well, you can go to sleep on your own whenever you want. I said, you know, mommy's been away overnight um, sometimes and you've done it. And he just kind of like, you know, kept nursing (laughs) himself to sleep. But it was like he started to think he was, you know, they're like older when they're, you know, kind of thinking about these things and being able to do them on their own. And, you know, breastfeeding is so much more than food. Yeah. I wish people realized the gift they're giving their children. Because I think people do. I just think they're really tired. Yeah, I agree with that. But and I, scared. Because again, it's just so scary. It's mm-hmm. like this baby is... Nobody, nobody told me they were going to do that. Right. Nobody told me they were going to do that. Nobody told me that my baby would sleep better if he was on my breast. The first thing the doctor told me was like, don't put that baby in your bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And if you don't want to put your baby in your bed, fine. You don't have to. But like... He slept on. I could see that he was sleeping better when he was latched on. Yeah. And so then I'm confused. I'm like, well, wait a minute. He's not supposed to sleep when he's on me. But then he <laughs> is sleeping better when he's on me. And I don't get it. Yeah. And it's like every, what works is what we're going against. Like what our right. bodies naturally want and what is as mammals and instinctively what does better for us. We are going against that. Yep. Yep. So there is nothing wrong with your child if they are nursing frequently at night. There is no problem. It's actually extremely healthy. And and everybody is totally normal. Yeah. And they're not going to be doing it forever. No. They will not. But it's uh, something right now that they need. And I just, I don't know. I was just like, I don't want to, you know, not, if they need me for something, you know, like... How can you not? Yeah, and they will, and they will. I mean, if you have a if you have a a, a child, you know, a baby that's nursing frequently through the night, like Diane said, they're not going to do that for long. You know, it's it seems like it's going to go on forever, but really, you know, this you know the time will pass. They're going to grow really fast, and they will start sleeping for longer stretches. Now, when that starts to happen, do you know what's going to happen? They're going to go back. (laughs) <laughs> to waking up <laughs> yeah, constantly throughout the night. Yep, they do. And then, then, then they'll start sleeping. You know, they're going to go back. They'll totally they'll go back and forth. You know, there's growth spurts. There's teething. There's all kinds of things that are going to, you know, kind of make it more like a roller coaster ride or, or, you know, the kind of up and down. Yeah. You know, like, be proud of it. You know, and I think yeah, one of the other awesome. parts of it, too, is that, People are embarrassed and they don't want to say that they're still nursing their child during the night and yeah. because of the backlash that they might get. But I wish I don't. Right. No one's business. It's no one's business. But you should be proud of it. You're nurturing can your be. child. Absolutely. Like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. 
You are responding to your child's needs. And that is what being a mother is. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. You should be so proud to be, you know, that that's, if you weren't so tired, but you know, it's (laughs) definitely, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. No, you are doing awesome. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate you listening. And I really hope that you feel better after this. I know I do too. If you were worried, if you were concerned, if you were freaking out, I hope that, you know, that you all realize now that, that it's normal and it's annoying. It is, <laughs> but it's normal. We'll be the first ones to tell you. Pink. I'm the first, I'm going to be the first one to agree that it's annoying, yeah. but, but it's normal and it won't go on forever. No, it won't. You'll make it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And we would love to hear your experiences in the review section on iTunes and maybe you'll be our review of the week. And also be sure to head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links, for promo codes, for that awesome list of resources that I was talking about, all of our other episodes, and information about how you can schedule your online consultation with Diane. And contests that might be coming up, too. Oh, yeah, there's contest information there, too. Yeah, yeah, we got to update that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So definitely check it out. Bye. Bye. Bye.